Hey y'all, it's Janice here, aka J Nice on the mic, and this is Dirty Diversity, a podcast on all things diversity, equity, and inclusion. This podcast is called Dirty Diversity because in this day and age, diversity has become sort of a dirty or bad word that causes a lot of knee-jerk and negative reactions. The goal of this podcast is to dissect diversity, or lack thereof, inside and outside of companies, and also to discuss current events around equity and inclusion, as well as discussing solutions for creating a more cohesive world and workplace. My name is Janice, aka J Nice on the mic. <laughs> that was and still is my moniker on YouTube. Some of you may know I started a YouTube channel almost 10 years ago to discuss topics around race and black identity, and it seemed to really resonate with my audience. I'm also a TEDx speaker, a professor, a diversity and inclusion consultant, and a writer with a PhD in organizational psychology. Welcome to Dirty Diversity, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Hey y'all, Jay Nice on the mic, back with episode 10 of Dirty Diversity. I'm so happy. I'm feeling so blessed to be here with you all. I hope that you're doing all right out there in podcast land. I know it's been definitely a rough couple of weeks for all of us. I've been surprisingly doing really well. I am just naturally a really optimistic person. And during this time, I lean on my optimism. I lean on my faith and my spiritual beliefs. And I've been doing good. I am really trying to focus on my blessings and the things that I have to be grateful for. And I really encourage you to do the same. And I really like the idea of using the quarantine as a period for self-growth, reflection, and healing. And for some of us, we're not going to be creating the the next Uber or the next huge company that's going to transform the world. For many of us, we really need to be using this time to rest. I think a major theme of the quarantine is rest. I know that all of us out there listening could be getting more rest, um, maybe aren't getting as much rest as we want to. And one of the things I'm really going to prioritize, or I have been prioritizing, is getting a lot of rest. So I like the the idea of self-improvement during quarantine, starting that thing that you've always said that you wanted to do during the quarantine. I'm a huge advocate of that. So um, the first thing that I have to say before we go ahead and get into this episode is that I just crossed, last week I crossed the 1,000 downloads mark. So I just want to say thank you all so much. I really appreciate the fact that you come here, tune in every Monday or whenever you're listening to join me on this diversity discussion. Y'all know I am very passionate about diversity, equity, and inclusion within and inside, uh, inside and 
outside of the workplace. So I'm I'm just really thankful you all take the time to listen. If you haven't already, please pause this and go leave me a review so I know what you think of the podcast. Connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram is Janice J. Nice and info is, you know, a clickable link to my Instagram is in the show notes. And so you can find me mostly on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn a lot. And I would love to connect with you, get your feedback, hear about what you think of this podcast. What I think is super cool is that I I periodically, not a lot, but here and there, um, maybe a couple times a week, I'll get an email from someone pitching. And I usually get pitches for you know, from PR people or whomever asking me if I'm interested in writing an article on XYZ. And um, I, you know, these pitches largely go ignored uh, for various reasons. Um, But I thought it was, I think it's really cool that um, I've been getting emails here and there about like people who want to come on the podcast. And I'm like, really? This podcast? There's, there's like, plenty of other uh, diversity and inclusion related podcasts that you could hop onto. So I feel honored and I think it's really cool that I will um, get pitches for people who want to be on the podcast. That lets me know that, you know, we out here, you know, people are, are, are checking for the podcast and that makes me feel really happy. So I'm really blessed and thankful that you all take the time to listen. And I really, really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. So um, it would mean the world to me if you would take the time to just give me a rating, leave a review, let me know what you think of the podcast. Secondly, I uploaded a bonus episode last week. If y'all haven't checked it out already, check it out. It's um, on the queue. And in the bonus episode, I shared that I am, for the month of April, offering complimentary diversity, equity, and inclusion workshops for your organization. So if that is something that you would like to take advantage of, I'm offering free virtual webinars, free virtual workshops on Zoom for your organization. So if this is something that you and your colleagues are interested in um, in taking part in, Send me an email. My email is dirtydiversitypodcast at gmail.com or Janice at BWG Business Solutions. Both emails are in the show notes if you're interested in taking advantage. Again, this is completely free 99 complimentary. I don't want you and your company to lose sight of your DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion goals and objectives. So I'm offering complimentary webinars for your company. So without further ado, let's get into episode 10. This is so cool. We've been consistent on here in 10 episodes. Technically, this is episode 11 because last week I uploaded a bonus episode, but that was like a fake me out episode. So that was like nine and a half because it was only like five or six minutes or so. Um, But so this episode is going to focus on an article I just published. A link to the article can be found in the show notes. And this episode, in this episode, we're going to dive into why now is not the time that your corporate diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts should be put on the back burner. So we all know what's going on in the world. COVID-19, coronavirus coronavirus, in the words of Cardi B, um, we all know how hard 
it's hitting our world and how hard it's hitting a lot of different industries. Um, a lot of people are in this period of unknown. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know how long we're going to be quarantined for. So it's having just an unprecedented impact on our world. And the last, I think the last thing on organizations' collective minds is diversity and inclusion. Companies already don't put a lot of focus on diversity and inclusion. It's kind of like an afterthought. And there's not enough money being invested in ensuring that employees feel a sense of belonging and inclusion. So now that's gotten like a million times worse and companies are putting their DEI efforts on hold. I don't remember if I shared this with y'all last week, but I had maybe four diversity uh, workshops that were scheduled for um, that were scheduled for May and June. I had a really big opportunity with a well-known organization. I was so so excited about this opportunity, and it was supposed to take the conference was supposed to take place in April in LA. And um, so exciting. Hopefully after the quarantine is over um, and we adjust to the new state of the world, that opportunity will reemerge. But um, so I had four or five opportunities, workshop, DEI workshops I was going to be conducting, DEI speaking engagements, and um, they have all been put on hold indefinitely. So it's unfortunate that with everything going on with COVID-19 and coronavirus, companies have decided to postpone or put on hold or even put on the back burner their DEI efforts. And I'm here to talk to you about why that's not a good idea. I understand that things have changed and obviously uh, employees are working remotely, so there are going to be no in-person workshops. Uh, but I, I think that there are many DEI professionals, including myself, who are offering virtual trainings and webinars. And now that people are working remotely, they're more likely to be in front of their computer. So now is the time to really be investing in DEI to ensure that you know people are craving, um, employees are really craving that that togetherness and that social connection that we've lost now that we are sh- social distancing. So I wanted to chat with you about some reasons why now is not the time that your DEI efforts should be forgotten. The first reason is is something really interesting that I've been reading about and following closely is that although anyone is everyone is able you know to contract the coronavirus um the the virus and the residual and longer term effects and impacts of COVID-19 are disproportionately impacting communities and people of color. Within the article that I have in the show notes, I have some reports and some research and studies that reveal that, you know, the um, that communities of color don't have equal access and the same access as their white counterparts to testing and to treatment. 
And this is exacerbated by the systemic issues in healthcare that are already that were already existing. So um, it's important for you as a uh, organizational leader or as an employee to understand how COVID-19 is impacting your employees, impacting people within your communities. I just read this, um, and I'll put it in the show notes, this New York Times article about college students and how uh, the virus is uh, impacting college students in so many different ways. And in the article, and I didn't read the full thing, I just read the first bit on LinkedIn and I bookmarked it to read for later. But in the article, it talked about how um, one student, uh, and they just use this person as an example, she was staying somewhere in the Northeast in her parents' vacation house or something while being quarantined. And another student, um, she had to sort of navigate the fact that her parents are uh, Puerto Rican. They own a food truck food truck or food service um uh business and you know restaurants and food people in the food industry have been vastly crippled by the coronavirus so um the impacts though everyone has an equal chance of contracting the virus the impacts are different based on who you are the community that you live in um interestingly enough um and unsurprisingly cities like Detroit, Chicago, New York are seeing um, large instances of the coronavirus, probably because it's a lot of people packed in a small space. And um, the communities that are being most impacted are those of color. Um, You see in New York City, Queens, Brooklyn, and the parts that are being impacted are the parts where people of color live within those boroughs. So Um, Understanding how the virus is negatively impacting communities of color is important uh, to make sure and to ensure that you're providing employees with the support that they need, recognizing that not everyone has access to Wi-Fi. Um, There was a, I was watching a, uh, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, y'all, and consume a lot of podcasts, but I was watching a a MSNBC video. little video about how the impacts of COVID-19 and um, they were giving some stats on, it was interesting because, uh, and I'll get, I'll try to find those those stats and put them in in the show notes, but a lot of people, you know, I would say the majority of Americans have smartphones, but a lot of people don't, the only way that they can access the internet is through their phone. Uh, A lot of people don't have um, iPads and laptops and are only able to access the internet through their phone. And if you are a person who has limited data or you don't have unlimited data, that could put you at a disadvantage when it comes to accessing information. And so understanding all of these variables is so, so important for organizational leadership. Also, um, it's important not to put your DEI efforts on the back burner because, you know, I I like to describe diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workplace as a muscle. And a muscle only grows stronger and hypertrophy only occurs, which means uh, hypertrophy is muscle growth. So hypertrophy only occurs when you are 
um, consistently doing things to stimulate and activate the muscle. If you go to the gym and lift weights once, obviously you are not going to grow muscles. But if you are going to the gym and lifting weights frequently, multiple times a week, and you are lifting heavy weights, over time you will see muscle growth. So DEI is like a muscle, and you want to continuously um, and consistently engage that muscle. So you want to have uh, measures in place that you are consistently doing so that employees can strengthen and your organization can strengthen the DEI muscle. So it's important not to forget your DEI goals and objectives as a result of COVID-19. Obviously, again, you will just have to recalibrate and change and modify the DEI program that your company had in place. If you have employee resource groups, think about um, having virtual happy hours for those employee resource groups. Just because you're not, just because your uh, employees are working remotely, doesn't mean that you have to discontinue the employee resource groups. Make sure that these groups are meeting virtually still. And now is the time for leadership to really be the example that employees need. Think back to the diversity um, workshops and training that your company received. What did you learn? What do you remember? How can you create a sense of belonging with employees that are working remotely? And don't forget about your customers. Customers are scared. We're all in this together. So think about how you can create that social connection and that sense of belonging and inclusion for your customer base. Send out, think about sending out a message to just let them know, customers know, and employees know you're here for them if they need anything. Um, and that is a really effective way to just show employees that you care and that it's not all about capitalism. Lastly, it's important to recognize and remember that diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, practitioners and professionals are still available. Shameless plug, myself included. I'm still working. I'm still available. I still offer and I'm just pivoting my in-person trainings to be more virtual friendly. So there are um, there are consulting companies, diversity uh, consultants who are offering virtual training. So I would strongly encourage you to take advantage of this social distancing time and reach out to DEI practitioners and professionals about how they can assist your company through this really, really interesting time that we are all living through. Again, lead a, um, I would encourage you to lead a virtual DEI happy hour where you talk about difficult things um, and you do it over coffee or over a cocktail or over um, food. What I was doing in New York City was I was hosting these diversity dinner dialogues where we, you know, they were sponsored by Papa John's. We were having these um, really sometimes difficult discussions about things like white supremacy and white privilege and racism and, and sexism and all of these things. And we were doing it over food. And food is the great equalizer. Food really makes people feel comfortable. 
And so I would suggest um, having or hosting these virtual DEI discussions over some sort of food and then um, having maybe having employees make something that's native to their culture. You know, having asking employees who are from different countries to make a food if they feel comfortable, if they want to that's native to their culture. I would love to, you know, get together with colleagues and make like jollof rice because I feel like I have perfected um, my jollof rice recipe and I'm pretty bomb at it. So that's a really good way to um, just create a sense of inclusion and, and get to know other people in their cultures. Just cook a meal each week, a different employee cooks something that has to do with them, their culture, or that's a meal that means something to them. It could be, you know, you could be, um, it could be a meal that your mom cooked for you when you were younger, your, your dad cooked for you when you were younger. And it reminds you of your, the state that you're from. It reminds maybe you're from the South. It reminds you of the South or it reminds you of the country you immigrated to in the eighties or whatever. So, I mean, there are ways you just have to pivot, figure out how to really um, just create that sense of, of belonging and make employees feel that sense of connection that COVID has really, COVID-19 has really disrupted in our workplaces. So if you want to read more um, about this, I have the article that I wrote and that I reference in this episode in the show notes, as well as other topics and things that I mentioned. So thank you all so, so much for listening. I love you all. I'm sending you lots of love, lots of positive energy. We will get through this, y'all. I love you, much love, and I will chat with y'all in the next podcast episode. Bye.